lang nausin ko. I will destroy them all. God, I love it when someone eats an apple in the background. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Coordinate Podcast, a podcast where Bill is still slightly unsure what the coordinate is, even though it was mentioned a few times in the past. Yes, hello, dear listeners. Hello, hello, hello. And it is me. I'm back. I had a kind of a tough Christmas break. You know, things in the uh, things in the UK didn't go particularly well over the break with a you know a nice nice version of Super COVID spreading its way through uh, my neck of the woods so i've been trying to you know keep myself on the down low and keep myself quite safe and i am now safe and i'm back in a position where i can actually record and talk to you guys so yes hello welcome hi tyler how's it going oh oh no apparently tyler was eaten uh he he was eaten in the capital okay sorry about that tyler sorry mate <laughs> no of course not we're all here we're all fine and dandy don't you guys worry your pretty little heads so what are we here for today we are here today to talk about episode 64 so yes there was a week break last week so i hope you enjoyed uh tyler or when he was on the best animated shows ever so far that's a great podcast if you want to check it out uh, and i believe i did episode three of that so hey tyler why'd you pick episode one man I suppose it would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? Just sunny. Came from the first episode to the third. Uh, but yes, <laughs> really good show. Check it out if you uh, if you want to have some more uh, uh, anime cartoon content. It's a really, really good show run by our friends uh, Troy and MC. Um, but yeah, we are here to talk about episode 64 of Attack on Titan, the final season. From one hand to... Oh no, that was last week. <laughs> this is Declaration of War. Oh yeah, baby. This is such a good episode. Like this, if you haven't watched it yet, I don't know why. I don't know why you've listened to this if you haven't watched it. But you are in for a treat. This episode is so, so good. But first up, everybody. First up, I've got some questions from last week from Tyler. So uh, let me uh, let me get my old fax machine out. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, because of all the problems with COVID, we've had to go back in time. 20 years in technology. So uh, I've had to boot up my 56k modem to get my internet connection. And I've got my faxes and it's come through. And what does my fax say? It says, win a free car. Fucking hell, man. The fax has not changed at all in the last 20 years. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Uh, well, no, not Jesus Christ. I should have said, oh, found in Titan. What a dick. Um... <laughs> God, what a dick the founding titan is. Anyway, where did where did, where did Tyler ask me his questions? Um, ah, here we go. Um, so he said, how surprised were you by the Eren reveal? And I was not surprised at all. I kind of guessed that was already Eren. <laughs> I was like, strange he's only got one leg, but that gets answered during this episode. Uh, but yes, I was like, is, is that Eren? That's really strange. And then, um, <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't really that surprised. I kind of had a feeling that was where this was going um, from the last two episodes where it's just so Reiner-centric. I was just like, eh, what they're going to do is they're not going to go to Paradise. Paradise is going to come to Marley. And yep, I was absolutely blooming right. <laughs> and then he also says, who did Erin slash Falco mail the letters to? <gasps> dum, dum, dum. Well, I assumed from the very beginning that he was probably going to be mailing it to, you know, um, Armin and Mikasa in the gang, you know, 
<laughs> his friends. <laughs> All his family is dead. His mum got eaten by his stepmum. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, there's some Titan love right there. And uh, yeah, and he ate his dad, didn't he? Marin? Yeah, so no, that's a thing. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I assume he just uh, he, uh, mailed it to them so, so that they could uh, know what to do next in the plot. Um, and then what is Willie's plan? Now, I assume, I assume Willie is going to, you know, he, there's going to be all the all the dignitaries, all the most important people from the army and from the Mali Empire, all gathered around. And I suspect Willie is, in fact, the Hammer, Warhammer Titan. You know, um, you know, he he's a special type of Titan that turns into this great big huge monster and then picks up these tiny little figurines and paints them and then puts them on a little Warhammer table. Yes, <laughs> the Warhammer Titan. <sighs> You know, I I wonder if I I wonder if the um uh, who's it Games Workshop I wonder if they I wonder if they took a uh, uh if they paid to have it called the Warhammer Titan anyway um so I assume he's going to turn into the Warhammer Titan and eat the fuck out of everyone in the stadium uh as a way of sort of taking full control of the world you know sounds like a good plan to me good old Willy <laughs> Willy got my eye on you mate. <laughs> Willie's eye, you know. Um, <laughs> and oh yeah, Tyler says, "Who has the Warhammer Titan?" Because yeah, there was about there was like a whole family of people, like old, young, running around, you know. Uh, and it was just like, "This is the Tybor family. One of these is the Warhammer Titan." Now you kind of have to assume they're not going to give it to the kids, you know. You wouldn't, would you? You know, here, here you go, five year old. Here's the Warhammer Titan. Now you only got thirteen years to live. You fuck. Um, you wouldn't do that, would you? No, you would instead. You would go, okay. Let's give it to the eldest people, you know. And then when they're about to die, we'll extract it and give it to the next eldest person. You know, that would be the kind of, you know, that that's what you'd think would be the right thing to do. But I just don't. I just think Willie's got it. I think it's the whole, you know, you know, smoke and mirrors. You know, here's Willie. Willie's going to be a big plot point, but he's not going to be the Warhammer Titan. But then he is going to be the Warhammer Titan. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That one feels a bit obvious to me. So I'd be surprised if it isn't Willie, to be honest. Um, and oh then he's got a question for this week but i will come back to that later on okay so this week's episode people declaration of war war what is it good for frankie goes to hollywood it's good good for frankie goes to hollywood it makes him a lot of money um <laughs> yeah war war you know yeah yeah what else can i say about that um so what we need some sort of like, you know, cut music here, don't we? You know, doop -a -doop -a -doop. Maybe some nice Titan chewing music. <laughs> anyway, our episode starts off and we've got um, uh, Bertrand, Reiner and Annie. And they're all sort of uh, going for a little walk, talking about the man who hung himself. Uh, don't know why. And <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of uh, lamenting things. You know, it's not very interesting. But then it kind of flicks, then it flicks back to Reiner, talking to Erin. And Erin's giving him the shits. He's like, yeah, man, it's me. I've got one eye. I've got one eye. I've got a bit of a long haircut. I'm looking a bit rough around the edges, old Erin. Uh, now, Tyler mentioned to me that apparently a lot of people find uh, the new Erin quite um, quite sexy. Um, but I'm not feeling that in the slightest, I'll be honest with you. I think he's looking a bit, um, a bit scraggly around the edges. <laughs> he kind of looks like he may have had a bit too much crack the night before um <laughs> but yes uh 
It's kind of like they're in this big sort of Mexican standoff inside this room. Reiner is standing there just gobsmacked that Arian is in front of him. Falco's got no idea what's going on. He's like, hey, aren't you two friends? And um, Reiner just stands there and goes, impossible. And then we cut to the opening credits. Now, Tyler has been giving me a bit of shit about the opening credits because I bashed on it the first episode. And I have to say, this has really, really grown on me. This is like, I just, I'm actually now in love with this opening credit music. I think it's brilliant. Uh, again, the imagery kind of gets to me a little bit because of the fact it's kind of World War One based. But other than that, I'm just, I'm fucking loving it now. It's so, so good. I think when I'd started doing uh, the, the new sort of style of the show, going through the anime episodes one at a time, we, um, I was a bit, I, I was kind of out of my loop on my, uh, you know, my Japanese culture stuff that I do. <laughs> I don't do a lot. But, you know, I used to... I, I've got a little penchant for some uh, Japanese uh, punk bands uh, and uh, metaling bands as well. And like things like Mad Capsule Markets and Polysys. I just love it. And I don't think I've probably listened to any of that for almost like a year and a half. So when I first heard this, I was a bit like, this is a bit weak. But now I've listened to it a couple of times. It's like, oh, this is good stuff. Just absolutely love it. This is like... This is proper me. It's just like smother me in it. It's so, so good. I don't know I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like so out of sorts. Just like, oh, my God, how can I not like this? This is just so Bill. It's got Bill all over. It's like, you know, whoa. It's just so good. Just absolutely love it. And then that little flick of Erin at the end. Just brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, yeah, I apologize for what I said in the first episode. The opening credits, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I still think I prefer season ones. I do prefer season ones, but that's it. But yeah, we cut back <laughs> from our opening credits talk. And, uh, you know, Willie's looking in the mirror. Some people come to see him and they're like, hey, just what I come say, con- like, good luck. And he's like, oh, I'm really nervous. You know, I'm, I've, I've just wet myself in the bathroom. I've got, you know, mum's bolognese down my top. Uh, is that saying, is that from 8 Mile? Oh, is this, is this the anime of 8 Mile? Ah, oh, now that film finally makes sense. <laughs> but yeah so Willie's getting ready to make his presentation and in the meantime old Reiner and Erin are facing off in the bottom of a basement Erin tells him about how you know <clears throat> there's lots and lots of people above me there's an air vent there so we can hear everything Willie says Willie's basically standing above my head and we're in this tiny teeny tiny room and I can turn into a titan at any moment well he doesn't say that because Falco's there motherfucking Falco <laughs> not the Austrian rap star the uh, you know the guy from the anime um uh, but yeah, he's just basically like, yeah, I could uh, turn into a titan any second and kill you all. So sit down, shut the fuck up, and listen to moi. And so Reiner does. That's exactly what he does. And I don't blame him at all, you know. Um, and Falco's kind of like really surprised. He's asking Erin, like, oh, Mr. Kruger, you've, you've, you've hurt your hand. <laughs> it's just like Erin's clearly just waiting to push his fingertips in a little bit more to turn into a titan. I still don't get that. Surely you must be able to do it at will by your like hand. But no, we saw saw Reiner in the first episode of this uh, season, didn't we? Cut his hand open to turn into the armor time. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> you know. Anyway, Erin's sitting everyone down, saying, "Hey, you should all listen." Um, and then we flick over to a weird scene, which I didn't really quite get. I think it's Reiner's mum, and she's talking to Annie's dad, and he's still convinced that Annie's alive. And so this. This, you know, this is the creator's message to us, you know. Don't forget Annie. Last thing we knew about Annie is that she's in like some sort of weird chrysalis state on Paradise. So technically she's supposed to be alive, I think, as far as we know. Um, I did ask Tyler that and he said, yeah, yeah, I think she's, as far as we last knew, 
Annie is still alive. And so it was kind of like, I was a bit like, when I was watching the scene, I was like, ah, I get you. I get you. Reiner's mum talking to Annie's dad. They all think he's alive. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then we flick back to um, uh, some guards coming over and asking, you know, uh, asking the uh, couple of guys, uh, you know, the ones who turn into Titans. So I think we've got Poco, is it? You know, I want to say Poco Rosso. Uh, he's the one who's a complete dick to Reiner constantly. Uh, he's he's the brother of Marco who got eaten very early on on Paradise, who got eaten by Ymir. <clears throat> and uh, and the girl whose name I can never remember, she's the one who's the the weird tank titan who likes walking around on all fours like she's a spider. <laughs> but yeah, a guard comes up to them and says, hey, can you guys come with me? Please, please. And then we start the show. Willie comes on stage. Big Willie star. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Insert big Willie star music here, please. Please, Tyler. So that people make, that make sense what I'm doing with my big Willie style. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Glad you all know what Big Willie style is. <clears throat> and uh, he goes into a big speech about the law of Marley versus Paradis. You know, there's apparently the Marleyan hero. There was another hero, I think, or something. I don't know. I kind of lost interest in the middle, if I'm honest. <clears throat> but yeah, he's doing this big stage production. There's all these big shadow puppets. There's lots of actors. And it's all about how Marley pushed back the evil king of the Titans all the way to the island of Paradise. Whereas then, I'm just going to carry on with the uh, Willy bit, actually, just because it's for a podcast, it's going to make more sense. There's a lot of flicking back and forth between Reiner and Arian, Arian and Reiner. Um, <clears throat> and that's kind of, it's kind of not too complicated in the end. It's kind of just Arian telling Reiner that, you know, we're, we're basically the same, you and I, no matter what, you know, you came to Paradise to do a job and I've come here to do a job. They're the same job. We're we're looking for the same goals. We're just against each other, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, Willie, big Willie style. He's going balls out on this stage production, man. It's looking so good. And he suddenly changes tact and goes, but everything you've just heard is a complete and utter bollocking lie. And everyone's like, what? A big bollocking lie? But then, why, why are we so afraid of the island devils and all this bloody nonsense? And... um Again, this is kind of at the same time Erin's also explaining, you know, you, you thought we were devils and we always thought you were devils, but I've lived under your star. I said I, said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. So yeah, I am flicking back and forth. So Erin says, I've lived under your stars. I really like that line. You know, I've lived under your roofs. We are the same. So he gets it, Erin. Erin fucking gets it. But I, which means I don't really understand what his end game is coming on to this. But yeah, Big Willie changes tact, you know, after telling everyone about this, uh, terrifying island with these big huge walls filled with colossus titans at any moment the king's going to send our way and the only reason they haven't come our way yet is just pure blind luck according to our scientists but in actual fact he then reveals that the whole thing with the Marlian hero was a lie it was all fabricated and it was actually a fabrication of the king who is the founding titan he decided he didn't want war anymore and he just wanted to live on his island of peace for one last time and that was it that's what he wanted so he he then helped fabricate the whole idea of this Marlian hero and retreated to the island basically and he set up the walls and all these colossus titans in order to protect himself and to protect his peace and the only time he wouldn't protect his peace is if they came is if they came for him which he knew they would eventually um <clears throat> but that's when suddenly big willie style here says there is no threat from the king 
whose name I cannot remember. So I will go for William Shatner until I remember it. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, he just says, but basically, the king is no more. The founding titan is now being held by Mr. Erin Yeager. How the fuck does Tybor know that shit, man? How the fuck does he know that shit? Um, but yeah, he knows that Erin is holding the founding titan. And he says this is the biggest threat because at any moment... He doesn't like, he's not a descendant of the king. He doesn't hold this, um, this, like, it's almost like a blood ritual sort of thing to keep peace. Erin can strike violence at any moment and unleash this huge army upon the world and destroy them. So it all seems a bit of nonsense, really, because everyone hated the island devils on Paradise and wanted to invade and destroy them. But he told them the reasons we're going to invade and destroy them are actually a lie. But this is the real reason why we should go and invade and destroy them. So what's the point, man? Like, you just, you, it's just like, why? Everyone was on your side. Everyone wanted to do the end game, but now you just, you've changed it up, man. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of big Willie speech. And, you know, people in the crowds are crying. They're like, oh my God, this is so emotional. This is so great. This is what I want to do. Let's go fuck up some Titans. Um, you know, everyone's there. Everyone's on big Willie style. He seems to be a very popular man, despite the fact he's an I Elidian, who everyone thinks is the scum of the earth. But he seems to be the most powerful man on earth. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, let's go back to uh, Porco and Cart Titan, shall we? Uh, Porco Rosso. So the uh, flying pig man is going... Uh, he's following a nameless soldier who uh, kind of looks very familiar. He's looking quite tall, skinny and blonde. Looks a bit like maybe someone I know called Armin. Maybe, maybe not. Um, and they are following him around the, around the outside of this thing to wherever he's going. Uh, and we actually bump into the crew who rides on the Cart Titan's back. And she goes and gives one of them a hug, and then it kind of, yeah, it's, I don't know, you know, weird enemy tropes. Uh, it embarrasses the man who she hugged, and then all the other guys are jealous of him, and yeah, a bit weird. Um, <laughs> uh, and he, uh, anyway, they, they carry on following Armin, uh, or who, who we suspect is Armin, uh, into a room. They walk onto this thing, and then he turns around, cuts a bit of rope, and the floor gives away from underneath them, and they fall into this huge well. And, you know, this trick was been used before in Attack on Titan. Because the two of them are stuck in this tiny well, if either one of them tries to transform, they will both die, because there's just not enough space for them. So they are both well and truly trapped. And then, um, I'm not sure how this comes about, but suddenly there's a lot of guards making their way down towards Erin. Um, and... It's a bit strange. Like I don't. I, I honestly don't know where. I, don't, I know that. I know there's a bit they did where the guard captain become suspicious of everyone <laughs> and started sending out troops, but it still didn't really make a full lot of sense. Oh, King Fritz! Of course, it's Fritz. Blah. God. Sorry, I just suddenly remembered King Fritz. Uh, so yeah, King Fritz is the one who used to be the holder of the founding titan. And <laughs> I mean, what what a name to give that king, you know? Uh, it's really. I mean, it seems really offensive because. You know, there's a lot of um, the the style of everything in Attack on Titan is very uh, Eastern European, as in sort of the the Germanic region. <laughs> and he's called King Fritz. So anyway, I'm going to move on from that. I don't want to get myself into hot water. You know, it's not my hot water to be in. It's the people who made Crown Attack on Titan. And uh, yeah, we get the cool little scene where Erin starts to grow his leg back, and this is where Falco realizes who Erin is. You know, it's just like he's an old friend, but he must be an old friend from within the last four. Years. Oh shit! He's someone from Paradise. So yeah, <laughs> it's a bit, bit of a mess up. Um, and you know, he's sitting there going, "Reiner, why did my mum get eaten?" <laughs> Reiner's just like, 
Was it so you could save the world? Was that your choice? And you didn't have a choice. You just you came and you had to save the world. And then Ryan has a bit of a breakdown. It's like, no, I did it because I wanted to be a hero. I was a dick. <laughs> Marco got eaten. I didn't want to go back and be a loser. So I decided to break down the wall. And your mum got eaten by your stepmom. But no one, they, I don't think you realise that yet. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, this is the point. The guards are about to break down the door. Tybor's finishing up his speech and everyone's getting emotional and cheering and then the door just before the door's about to be cracked in he changes into the warrior titan now I had to ask Tyler here because I'm getting a bit forgetful these days um, Erin holds the warrior titan and and the founding titan okay he has two titans inside of him now I don't think he has the ability to switch between the two maybe they're just sort of like combined because i couldn't help but notice that the old warrior titan here so again as i said earlier arian's looking a bit skinny for my tastes he's looked like he's lost a bit of weight you know probably all that work he's been doing in the um in the army in the wrong army uh, living under their roofs um <laughs> so yeah he looked a bit sort of uh, skinny and gaunt compared to the erin we've seen before but then when he turns into the warrior titan my god is he beefcake titan style like there is like i think he's got 12 abs going on here it is ridiculous that titan has been hitting the gym hard during lockdown he's been like i'm coming back i'm coming back twice as strong so <laughs> so i'm going to recap here because i again i had this conversation with tyler and here are our known titans that nine of them so far i think even willie mentions there's eight and he when he says there's eight he leaves out the warhammer titan making its little figurines and painting them for its special little warhammer set from games workshop um <laughs> other games workshops are available i think <laughs> i don't know uh, so erin founding titan uh attack titan that's it i keep calling it warrior time he has the attack and the founding titan armin has got the Colossal Titan, which is hilarious considering what small little geek he is. Uh, uh, Reiner has the Armored Titan. Uh, Zeke, the Beast. Porco, Jaw. Uh, Peaky, that's it, Peaky. That's the girl's name. She's the Cart Titan. And then we've got the Warhammer Titan and, of course, Annie, who's called the Female Titan. Which, I have to question, what is she then called if uh, a man inherits that Titan? Is it called the Man Titan? I mean, it should just be called, like, you know, uh, bitch-ass Kung Fu Titan or something, you know? Kung Fu Titan with Berat with um uh, what do you call it knuckle dusters because it can make its hands turn armor when it hits things. <laughs> you know, there must be a better name. You know, let me know on a postcard, people. Send it in to me. Let me know if you've got any better names for the female Titan because uh, I feel like the female Titan, you know, doesn't do it justice. Um, but yeah, Erin smashes through the stage. Uh, Reiner starts to turn as he's turned like turn round as Erin's transform transforming, and uh, Falco's on the other side of him. So. It kind of looks like, from the way the scene plays out, that um, Reiner is about to die, and so is Falco. But it also looks like, from the way it's angled, that possibly uh, Reiner's going to protect Falco from being killed. So, you know, that will then set up the whole thing of Falco becoming the Armoured Titan, and then setting out to take revenge on Arian, and all that sort of stuff. So I can kind of see that happening, but we don't get confirmation of either of them dying just to make that clear so that could be you know beginning of the next episode or midway through we'll see reiner half dead falco not the austrian rap star the other falco lying underneath him and then they're having a bit of a conversation about him. uh but we see it with um he's turns into this massive titan and he's got willie 
thrown him in the air and is about to swallow him. So that makes me think that I'm right about Willie being the Warhammer Titan. And Eren knows he's the Warhammer Titan. So he's going to try and eat him so that he can eat the Warhammer Titan. You know, take out take out that big threat. That seems like what he's done. Because he transforms, bursts through the stage, throws Willie into the air, which seems a bit ridiculous. You think he'd just grab him, crush him, and then eat him. But he seems to have thrown him into the air, and then the episode kind of comes to an end. And that's it. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of the episode. And it's just like, whoa, man, that was a good episode. There was a lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff in that. Um, yeah, so very, very interesting things going on there. Uh, so, yeah, I still think Willie. I still think Big Willie style. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what's, what's the Big Willy style thing? <laughs> big Willy style. Na, 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 na. Uh, summer, summer, summer time. Something like that. <clears throat> um, yes. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so, you know, Big Willy style. <laughs> I still think he's the Warhammer Titan. Uh, we know from the preview at the end of this episode that the Warhammer Titan does appear in the next episode. Uh, so it could be the fact that maybe. Erin does eat Willy and it turns out it was the little kid running around or it's like or it's uh, Willy's grandma is the uh, Warhammer Titan but we'll have to wait and find out um, <laughs> because we just don't know folks we just don't know um, but yeah what's Erin going to do man what is he up to what is he planning why has he come to attack the heart of Marley in the Elydian centre it's ridiculous uh, well not ridiculous but it's just I just don't know I just don't know what's going on I don't know what's going on so that was declaration of war people i hope you enjoyed the episode i did i thought it was a fantastic episode of attack on titan uh i kind of thought you know midnight train was a bit of a dull one <laughs> if i'm honest uh but yeah you know this is this is a good strong episode of attack on titan left it on a nice cliffhanger shit's going down erin's erin's attack titan is pure beefcake and you know we've had a few little bits just sprinkled in to question you know is Annie still around? What's going on there? Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, so yeah, Tyler, you know, what do you think about Annie? Is she still in Chrysalis? Is she still hanging around somewhere? Will she will she come out of her Chrysalis and be a Butterfree Pokemon? You know, I, I assume this is some sort of precursor. I assume the whole thing is a precursor to the Pokemon series, but we'll find out later on. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's it from me this week, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It's been fantastic to get back on the uh, the Attack on Titan train, as I'll call it. Uh, maybe not the the uh, you know the midnight train from episode two. That that, that wasn't too fantastic. But you know, <laughs> in general, gotta love this stuff. Gotta love this stuff. But obviously, I need to get back into my I need to get back into my zone, man. I need to start smashing out some mad capsule markets on my playlists and a bit of polysis, you know. It's been too long. It's been too long, man. I've got all their back catalogue somewhere and I've just got to dig it out. Anyway, no baby metal people. It's just weird. Anyway, so anyway, guys, love you all. I will see you all soon. And uh, Tyler, don't get eaten, mate. I need you for next week. And uh, everybody, it's a messed up world out there. We've got super COVID. We've got uh, insurrection in the US, other stuff going on. But just stay safe and don't get eaten. Bye.
I'm Troy. And I'm MC. And we host the best animated shows ever, so far. Where we watch, discuss, and rank every animated show ever, eventually. Listen in by searching for the best animated shows ever, so far, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, or head to probablywork.com. Join the conversation by finding us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Base SF Cast. That's B A S E S F C A S T. And don't change the channel. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.